15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfect. Oh, mercy. Five, four, three, two, one. From the friendly confines of Nationals Park on South Capitol Street in Washington, D.C., it is the Mass and All Access podcast back covering the NLDS between the Nationals and the Dodgers. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Mass and All Access podcast presented by Marymount University. Visit MarymountSaints.com to learn more about our student athletes and programs today. Bobby Blanco and Paul Mancana from Section 312 and right behind home plate at Nationals Park. We are looking forward to Game 4 of this National League Division Series, which the Dodgers hold a 2-1 to lead. Uh, right before Game 4, the Nationals are trying to force a decisive winner-take-all Game 5 back in Los Angeles. Another early flight for us possibly tomorrow morning, Paul. But Max Scherzer on the mound. There's probably only one other person on the planet right now that you would rather have on the mound. And that guy is being set up for Game 5 and Steven Strasburg. The Nationals obviously need a big outing from Max tonight. Another one as he pitched in the wildcard game about a week ago. But also, the offense needs to wake up. The offense needs to do something, a little, be a little more consistent against this Dodgers pitching. And then Rich Hill, that provides a slight challenge, but someone who struggled down the stretch. And it could present some opportunity for the Nationals offense to kind of wake up. Yeah, first of all, you may get, be getting a letter in the mail from the Chicago Cubs and Wrigley Field. You have said that contact. a thousand times, the open <laughs> podcast. I believe and I've we, gotten so many letters I in the mail, I believe we Bobby. did a, uh, one of our Orioles podcasts from Camden Yards, and you said the exact same thing. I think... So, uh, I, all, all milk can be forwarded to Paul. I owe McConnell. them about six thousand dollars. In uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting you know. It's a, a letter is coming. Um, yeah, I, I, in terms of the game tonight, I mean, uh, it just last night. I, I felt like the Nats needed to do almost everything completely right to win this series. I mean, I, I was talking to a, a media member in the press um, conference room last night, and they were saying it's almost like we got to the series and we forgot that the Dodgers were the best team in the National League all season pr- right. from from right out of the gate that they were 106 had 106 wins were dominant had dominant uh, pitching had until about mid-year had an excellent bullpen and of course the lineup is absolutely stacked it's almost like we forgot that because in a best of 5 series i mean you you these two teams coming into it it felt like the the Nats had the momentum and that might make up for it but then you realize no the Dodgers are a really good team yeah. and Across the board, I, obviously, I still think the Nats have the ability to match up with them well um, in terms of their pitching staff and everything else, but they needed to play a near-perfect series, I think, for them to get out of this and advance. And last night, they came this close. Yeah. I really think um, Patrick Corbin and uh, you know that, that blow-up sixth inning – if he had just gotten that last out, if he had just not allowed that last strike, yeah, that last strike, it was, he had two strikes on uh, the final batter there. If he had not allowed Cody Bellinger to get on to start the inning, and then had to face a parade of righties uh, who all drove the ball to left field, then he might have gotten out of that, and then they go into the uh, the bottom of the sixth with a two-one lead, and then they can turn the ball over to Hudson and Doolittle, but they weren't able to do that it, it, because the margin for error is incredibly slim in this series and we saw that last night um but look the they they are still they still have a chance tonight and you said it bobby in the open that the you know there is almost nobody there's nobody you would rather have on the mound and max obviously has not been max in the wild card game he was uh not entirely himself last month of the season he was not entirely himself 
But we saw a glimmer of it in Game 2 with that striking out the side in the eighth inning. And if they can, if he can just recapture that for a full game today, they could easily force a Game 5. Yeah, but to your point about it's the Dodgers, I don't think, at least for me, I wasn't counting out the Dodgers. I, I no, think they yeah. definitely struggled down the stretch, but we knew the challenge coming into the series that they possessed, that they posed for this Nationals. They're the best team in the National League, like you said. Uh, this pitching staff is first, maybe only second to the Nationals itself. Um, this offense is loaded. They're so deep, too. Like, Incredibly uh, deep. Dave Roberts can push any button off that off that bench. He said so much, said so in his post-game press conference last night. It's like, I have all the faith in the guys, like a Chris Taylor, like a Keith Hernandez, coming off the bench. Uh, to to uh, David, David Freeze, Freeze went three for three last night. Uh, it's just unbelievable how depth they, how deep they are, uh, and that's that was something a strength that we've talked about the Nationals having as well. Uh, but the, every man, every person on this twenty-five man roster for the Dodgers is just so so dangerous, yeah, um, and, and can contribute to a win so easily. So I, I was never counting them out. Right, I was always understood the threat that they pose again to the Nationals and how good they are. To me, it was more of like like you said. It's the Nationals having to – there's a certain script for me that the yeah. Nationals need to, 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 to play out in order to win. And I said this since before the wild card game. They need to score early and often. They need their starting pitcher to go as deep as they can. And then they need, ideally, just Hudson and Doolittle pitching out of the bullpen. Yeah. Or they're only going to go as far as their relief arms take them. You know, it's like – you can't – Obviously, it would be awesome and it would be a miracle and be one of the best performances we've ever seen if Max can go out and go with eight scoreless innings. That's unrealistic to expect, though. Exactly. So you have to count. You're going to have – and, like, the whole point of the series for me was at some point they're going to have to count on arms other than Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, Doolittle, Hudson. Yeah. Sanchez was one of those names last night. He was – he it's followed excellent. that script. The, the script last night was playing out for a yeah. Nationals win. Early 2-0 lead on a Juan Soto bomb. Sanchez goes five strong innings, only give up one run, I believe, and put the team in position to win. And then, you know, I, I, I don't like I, – I don't think Nationals fans have done this too often as of late, the attacking of Dave Martinez. Dave Martinez has pushed every button correctly this postseason. Every, every single one. And it, it, I completely agree with that, Bobby. Just because not all the wor- moves have worked doesn't mean right. they were not the right At moves. At some point, the players have to play. I yeah. mean, that's the tricky part about managing a baseball team. It's not like any other sport. It's not like co- a head coach in football, a head coach in basketball, or soccer. Or, you know, you're, manage- you're more so managing than coaching. Yeah. Your, your job is to put your players in the best position to succeed. And you can do that until the cows come home. But if the player doesn't perform to the level they're expected to, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So at some point, you know, Patrick Corbin last night, I know he felt terrible. He said last night in the, in the postgame uh, clubhouse that he felt he left his teammates down. You know, not his best outing. Again, just he was so close. That one last out, yeah. that one last strike. It's, an, it's amazing. I think it's something like eight or seven runs the Nationals have given up this postseason with two outs. And that is just, you can't do that in, no. in October. That's that's a recipe for disaster. And we saw it last night, led to a blowout win for the Dodgers, and now they're one win away from the NLCS. And and it, it I mean, and Corbin, obviously, a, a lot of those runs afterwards, after Suero came in, got charged to him. But Suero's just as, as much at fault for coming right in and immediately serving up a home run, yeah. a three-run homer. Oh, wait. That, 
And this just in, Hunter Strickland just gave up another postseason home run. <laughs> yeah, sir, what is that, 9 and 15 postseason innings, I yeah, think? Yeah, it's or I think it might be less. Yeah. I think it's 12 innings. Yeah, and and the offense still gave you a chance in that game is what, what was the crazy thing. Now, we can harp on the fact that, you know, Howie Kendrick had that base-running blunder. They kind of ran themselves out of a bases-loaded situation. Um, but ultimately, you know, they still felt like – it still felt like they were somehow still in that game up until maybe the seventh or so inning. Um, but yeah, they, they just, you, you talked about the script having it, having to follow that exact same script. I mean, Davey, Davey pushed every right button. I, I really think if you go through every decision that he made and it's not just, it's not like these moves are obvious. Yeah. I mean, we knew coming into the series that they were going to think a little bit outside the box, but I think even the most adventurous of predictors for this series might've said, Maybe they'll bring in Scherzer or Strasburg once out of the bullpen in this five series. Yeah. I don't think anybody truly predicted that they would be using starting pitchers out of the bullpen as much as they have. I mean, it has been not only has he made the right moves, but he's made the difficult right moves. Yeah. He's made the the um, the moves that other people are not seeing or not expecting. And it, it that inning I tweeted it out last night, but that inning, that sixth inning last night, felt very much like, um, not to bring up some ghosts of the past, but the 2017 NLDS Game Five yep. here at Nationals Park, yep. where Max Scherzer comes in in relief. The Nats are up by one. It was the fifth inning, I believe, of that in, of that game, uh, and Scherzer ha- has two outs. He gets a couple runners on base, but it feels like he's going to get out of it. Yeah. And then all hell breaks loose, serves up a double. All of a sudden, at the you look up and it's the Nats are down by three. I think yeah. it was seven four after that inning. It felt very much like that. And Sean Doolittle said after that game last night, I don't think many people appreciate how difficult it is for a starter to come in in the middle of a game like that right. and perform well, even if it is just one inning. He said, put it on Max to. Uh, you know, leave it to Max to put unrealistic expectations <laughs> yeah. on the rest of the team yeah. because that is it is ridiculously hard. And Corbin is he is himself a, an excellent starter, but what you're asking him to do is completely different from that. And he came damn close to giving you what you wanted yep. from that. Yeah, really close. And I kind of hard back to what I said in our episode before Game One. You know, it's it's October baseball. Th- things are going to go wrong. Things yeah. have gone wrong for the Dodgers. As well, don't forget. It's not like they're just cruising to wins. The, the fact that, sorry to interrupt, but Cody Bellinger, they kept him quiet for two and a half games. Yeah, he didn't get his first hit in the series until his like third yeah. at-bat last night I mean, something. that guy might be the MVP. And, you know, the people that were upset with Rendon for going hitless in his first game, the, the MVP on the other sideline took until his third at-bat of the third game to get his first hit of the series. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's when things go wrong, can you weather the storm? Yeah. Can you limit the damage? And last night... It was kind of an example, you know. The Dodgers had that big inning. They had f- they had put five on the board, so it was a five-two lead. You have to limit the damage there, and then yeah. Justin Turner goes long and makes it eight. And because a, th- a five-two lead, that's doable. Three-one yeah. leads, and then you look, the, the Nationals ended up with four. So it would have been a five-four game at some point later in the down the line. That's very doable to come yes. back and steal that game back. Um, but you let things get away from you again. Can the, can you weather the storm when things go wrong? Can you c- control? The chaos almost, and yeah. and the Nationals weren't able to do it in Game Three. Hopefully, it doesn't get to that point in Game Four. But if it does, it's going to be up to Max Scherzer. I, I would I would assume you're only going to see Max do and Hudson today because I I can't imagine. I mean, Davey Martinez, like you said, it's it's difficult decisions for him to make about using his starters in mm-hmm. relief. It's 
part of that why that's so difficult is because it's basically saying to your bullpen guys who have been in the bullpen all season long, I don't trust you. Yeah, oh, and, 100%. and that's a, that's a tough thing to do for a manager, especially to guys who you know you've been with, like I said, all season long. You respect, you like. Um, but it's just it's 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 postseason baseball. Yeah. You have to put your best foot forward. Um, so that's a very diff- and, I, and I applaud Dave Martinez for making that decision. And he's going to have to do it again tonight because it, it's it's again and now it's win or go home. Yeah. So it's kind of like a wild card game. You can if you can't trust those guys to get outs, you can't put them in the game. And uh, to your point, Bobby, about things going wrong and you need to weather it. The fact that that Dodgers team is is deeper than the Nationals team means that I think that they have a larger margin for error when those things go wrong yeah. because, you know, they only have that one run through five and, and a third inning, and they are they have such a deep bench that Dave Roberts decides, I'm going to pull my seven-hole hitter in Gavin Lux, the rookie, and I'm going to put in a veteran, a former World Series MVP in David Freeze, off the bench and pinch hit for him here. And, and then I have two other guys to pinch hit right after him. The Nats just don't have that. Like, you know, there is – the, the problem is their backup plan, their plan B, is just not nearly as good as the Dodgers' plan B yeah. when things go wrong. Because yeah. that, that plan B last night was Wander Suero. And it, it, that, that plan B is a whole lot worse than bringing David Freeze off the bench. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah. So, for tonight, I agree with the, how they're going to – I mean, because <laughs> I was thinking about it. The, the way – at this point, I everything – you know, I still think Davey has pulled all the right triggers, but you're looking at this game right now. They don't have – who could you, in theory, even bring out of the bullpen? Well, this is why it's going to be so – you need him for tomorrow. That's the thing. And or not tomorrow, excuse me, Wednesday. For, for game five. But uh, it's and, – And he pitched, what, game uh, two. On which Friday. Which was Friday. Um, my days are all mixed up. Today's so Monday. Today's Monday. I thought today was Tuesday for sure. And he pitched game two after he had come in relief on that Tuesday. Yeah. So he is – I mean, and I know it's not – he's not pitching a full outing when he comes in in relief. And if he comes in in relief today, it would he would not be pitching a full outing. But you're still using these guys on two, three days rest. Yeah. And Patrick Corbin – even went to David Martinez apparently last night in post game and said, "I'll be ready for tomorrow too." So he's got you got to believe now he's just a. F- I mean, you have to be. It's yeah. October. You have to believe that now Corbin is just fully in relief mode because you know he's he wouldn't he won't get another start unless the team get the gets the NLCS. Right. So you might as well just become a relief pitcher at that point. Um, he said he'll be ready for today for tonight game four for that lefty lefty matchup. So you could possibly have Corbin back at an, in a relief role. I forget the pitch count he he reached you last night, but it wasn't too high. Was it, you would figure that he'd be available for at least maybe an inning tonight. Yeah. I mean, again, the only you can't pitch Sanchez because he went five last night. The only pitchers that should touch that mound tonight are Max yeah. to start, then Corbin, Doolittle, Hudson, Strauss in an extreme emergency. I think Strauss. You, I mean, it's kind of like what they did in Game One. They they didn't ha- they didn't have to go to Corbin in the not Game One the wild card. They didn't have to go to Corbin in the wild card game. They were able to save him for game one of the NLDS. This is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to go to str- – also, against a he- lefty-heavy Dodgers lineup, it probably will be Corbin over Strauss anyways. Yeah. So hopefully you can go to- use Corbin tonight. He'll be way more effective, and you can hold Strauss for a possible game five on Wednesday. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's just tough. Uh, back to the controlling the chaos, you know, the Dodgers have done their part in doing that, you know, for the most part. Yeah. I, I, if we're keeping score – the, the Dodgers have at least one more, if not two more, tallies in the Nationals. There were a couple times I want to say last night that Hyunjin Ryu were, were in jams and he was able to get out of it. And, yeah. the, and the Nationals have plenty of opportunities to expand on that 2 nothing lead, and they weren't, they weren't able to do it. And that 
set up for the Dodgers to have a, a, a big inning and yeah. a comeback. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I touched on earlier, but the Howie Kendrick uh, base running blunder for a guy who has been around this league for over 10 years, I mean, that that really killed them. Yeah. Um, and it really felt like they had the bases loaded and then scored a run in second and third with no outs. Um, and it really felt like, you know, it, it was still an uphill battle, but it felt like they could mount some kind of rally there. Yeah, yeah. Davey um, Martinez mentioned it last night. Like, it was a sack fly to right, and Soto went home, and Howie broke, hesitated, and then yeah. went. Like, and he said, you can't hesitate there. No. If you're going to go, you have to go. Once you hesitate, you got to get back. And because and Howie should know that. So let's say that that doesn't, you know, that he doesn't make an out there. It's one out, still runners on first and second, and you're down eight to four at that point, I yeah. believe, or eight to three at that point. Yeah. No, eight, eight to four because the the run scored on the wild pitch or pass ball, and then uh, yeah, so it would have been eight to four with runners on first and second, and still two one, innings to go after yeah. that. So, um, yeah, that that one really hurt. You obviously will have plenty of time in the off season to dissect this if. You know, obviously the season is not over, but we'll have plenty of time to dissect what went wrong if they do lose in this series. Yeah. But you just wonder if they had one more guy, if they had one more reliever that they could count on that Davey Martinez could put in that game. It Whether was not it, supposed to be Rowan Esley Elias? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is <laughs> it, it, I mean, if he had he just if, not run to first base. <laughs> yep, if he had just, just wonder. not gotten injured in, uh, about a month ago, if they had just – or maybe – one of the guys that they had at the start of the season would have worked out if they had had, you know, if Matt Grace had had, had repeated the 2018 season he had or, or you know, any any wonder if number of things could have happened. But if they had one more guy to just bridge that gap so yeah. that they wouldn't have had to bring in Suero last night so that they maybe wouldn't have had to use then maybe they wouldn't have had to use Scherzer for a one inning in game two maybe they could have used another reliever there going reliever 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 and saved scherzer for game three last night obviously um you know sanchez was great but you just wonder it one little thing here and there and look if 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 patrick corbin gets that final out in the sixth inning, uh, we could be singing a completely different tune right now oh we i would say we're talking about a you know, I, I would be saying the Nationals yeah. are probably going to clinch tonight. Yeah, because you got Max on the mound and a fully rested bullpen. And and uh, you could and see an offense that quote unquote would be and theoretically would be riding hot. And you could see other Finally. things going. You know, you could see the Nats. Maybe they still score those two runs and they're up four one all of a sudden. And now you just have to get those final nine outs. And all you and you have Doolittle and you have yeah. Hudson. I mean, it, it baseball playoff baseball is just it's the tiniest things. Well, I was going to say. Playoff baseball, and it's beating a dead horse. It's said a thousand times this time of year. We're talking about baseball, but it's a remember, hashtag little things, Mark Zuckerman. But also, they're so amplified in the postseason. It matters so much. You know, this this is why these teams are here and the other teams are sitting home yeah. because they did the little things right more often than not. Um, let's say bef- let's scratch out before May twenty fourth for the Nationals, but they are good at doing the little things. Now it's can you do the little things better than the opponent who is also good at doing the little things, you know? And the Nationals weren't good enough in Game 3. Hopefully in Game 4 they are good enough. Um, But, yeah, we could have been singing a totally different tune because had they pulled out last night's win, which they were on pace to do, I felt like they were actually going to do it. You know, Max Scherzer on the mound. You're going against Rich Hill, a a guy who was coming back from injury who looked 
bad down the stretch. You know, a guy that I think the Nationals could could hit pretty I well. S- I still think they have the advantage in this game. I definitely do, but we're, instead yeah. of yeah. talking about saving our, the season, yeah. we're talking about you know extending the season and right. advancing to the NLCS for the first time in this uh, club's yes. history without having to go back to LA. And now we're saying now we had to somehow save the season and, and and extend it to a game 5. And at this point, I mean, obviously that's what you need to do, but you know, getting to a game 5 and anything can happen. We've seen crazy stuff happen in game 5s yeah. right here at Nationals Park. But that's the go- that obviously has to be the goal, but you know, you got to feel confident if you get to a game five with Strasburg on the mound, yeah. the performance he just put on, and uh, in game two at Dodger Stadium, that again the chaotic, yeah. what could ha- what you don't know what could happen in game five. It, it could be a, an interesting, interesting game, and you know maybe maybe the Nationals need to play a game five on the road in order to get past uh, the first round. And as similar to how they you know maybe they need to get a wild card game to, right to, for to break the curse, but uh, as deflating as last night's loss was if there's one team i really believe this if there's one team that can bounce back from it it's this team yeah it's this team we've seen that how many countless times i i looked up all the times this year which they've lost by six runs and how they followed that up um they've been incredibly resilient in terms of bouncing back especially in that second half they're eight and four in games after a six one run loss six plus run loss and they're out more than doubling their opponent's uh, uh, output in terms of scoring in those games. Yeah. They are great at bouncing back. Um, so if there is one team that can do it and and force a game five, it is this team. And then, you know, of five, it's, uh, it is, you know, it's all, it's all hands on deck. It's a uh, anything can happen type game. Just to play devil's advocate, I don't mean step on your toes. No, no. statistic. But I, I saw you tweet that this morning, so I actually looked up those games and – Eight and four, like you said, that's that's very good. That's a good response to to big losses. Mm. But a lot of those eight wins came against teams like the Marlins, the Mets, yeah. the Phillies. Uh, I think it was the Braves once, the Cubs, the Rockies, bad teams. And then their four losses came against the Braves, the Dodgers, good teams. I think Cardinals one of them. Teams right. that are you know here in the postseason still. So it's a tough challenge to ask to be you know get blown out like that and then come back and face the same club, a really good club, the best club in the National League. And pull out a W, but I, I totally agree. If there's any team that can do it, it's, right. it's this team. This they've stayed in the fight all season long. Their their focus is one and zero. I really I really think that they are buying all into that that uh, mindset. And uh, yeah, I agree that this is a team that can pull it off. If there ever was a national team to do it, uh, for whatever reason, I feel oddly confident that this team could pull it off. I, I'm actually not predicting them to win tonight. I th- I think this is going to be the end of the season. Uh, I just see. Was, uh, I see last this, night too deflating. To uh, it's a little deflating. Yeah, I get. I you you don't want to put every game is a must win in the postseason. You know, you don't. It's it's kind of cliche to go. This game is a must win. This game is a must win. But they are. And I, I really thought that if they could get if they could would have won game three, it makes this series so much easier because you go all in. Even if you don't win, it takes the pressure off. Even if you don't win yeah. game four, you still have a you game have five. Chances. Now you have you have two games. You have two. Two chances to win two games, and it's just it's a lot. I see this game playing out a lot like the wild card game started. I'm afraid that Max, especially with a lefty heavy lineup that loves hitting the long ball like the Dodgers, maybe gives up a couple of long balls over the course of some innings, labors early, and, and you know I do like the matchup against Rich Hill. So hopefully the Nationals' offense gets some good swings on him too. But you know again, score early, score often. 
if they if the Nationals can't do that, I don't. I, the, the Dodgers bullpen is just too good yeah. in order for them to come back late, as we saw last night. And and I'm uh, Rich Hill is what 39 at this point. I yeah. mean, he's been around a long time. He's been injured a lot of the season. He's only made 13 starts, uh, and he has not gone terribly deep. They haven't asked him to go really deep. He's only gone more than seven. And he made a relief appearance in Game One, I believe. Was that? Perhaps I think he did. I think he did. Okay. Uh, he is going to be. Um, I mean, he's only gone deeper than six innings twice this entire season. So yeah. you're going to get that Dodgers bullpen. Get to um, them early. And, you know, you've got to be able to. And honestly, they even if they, they do mount, you know, they do put up a lead in the first couple innings, they're probably going to need to score again on that Dodgers bullpen. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. They can't, they can't be running themselves out of outs like they did last night. They can't be leaving runners uh, in scoring position. They uh, like they did against Ryu. Yeah, um, they're gonna have to capitalize on those opportunities. They the margin for error is just too slim against this Dodger team. I was gonna say I, I was gonna say my 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 key for tonight is whichever team has to go to their bullpen first loses. But I I, I feel like Dave Roberts has a very particular plan. I think to yeah, attack I think it's these in Nationals the- lineup. With Rich Hill on the mound, I think it's knowing the, that he's not going to go deep. Yeah, I think it's in the plan for Rich Hill to not go deep yeah. tonight. I, I don't expect him to. I would be pretty surprised if he went deeper than the sixth inning. Ooh, um, I'd be surprised if he even got to yeah, the sixth inning. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, they're they're just going to need they're going to need a vintage Max Scherzer performance. Yeah, um, this is why you pay him the big bucks. Yep, this is true. Uh, and Max, um, you know, as as great as he was the other night, as many great playoff performances as he's uh, put up over his career. He hasn't been the winning pitcher in a playoff game since the 2013 ALDS. Wow. Uh, obviously, the win and loss is, is kind of a tricky statistic, but he's 0-3 in that time, and his team has not won too many games over that amount of time. So um, they're going to need an all-time max performance, I think, tonight. They were to able to pull it off a week ago on Tuesday in the NL wildcard game. He didn't get credit for the win, but he started, and the Nationals ended up winning that game, hopefully for the same result tonight. All right, Paul, game prediction, game four, National League Division Series. Who do you got tonight? It's tough. Um, I feel like I need to, to like stick with my original prediction, which was Nats in five. Yeah, I uh, said Nats in five, too. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I, I would say one of two things is going to happen, either – the Nats are going to win a close one, or they're not going to be in this game at all. They're going to lose like six-one. Really? However, I think that this team has the ability to come back. I think they win a one-run game. Ooh. I think I give it to them, maybe four-three Nats. I think they get they have a th- like a three-run lead. They get that extra run. I, I see it playing out very similarly to Game Two, um, where they just hang on by the skin of their teeth all hands on deck yeah. it has what, to be what do you have i have actually the complete opposite i think blowout loss no no, no. i'm sorry i think <laughs> i think the if the nationals win it's gonna be in blowout fashion i think they get to rich Hill early and it's really like i okay. said score early score often and they just kind of blow it out of the water mm-hmm. and give max a comfortable lead give this bullpen a comfortable lead and if it's close game i, I think the dodgers pull the dodgers are just so good in one run games they're so good in close games they have so much experience in that bullpen, on that bench. Yeah. That, I mean, Davey Martinez could push every button that he correctly that he wants, that he can. Mm-hmm. But Dave Roberts has an equal counter button to push, and and if not better, just because they're just so good. So, if the Nats are going to win, it's going to be in blowout fashion. 
If the Dodgers win, it's going to be a close game. I'm going to actually – that was my score too. I was going to say 4-3 Dodgers. Okay. Again, kind of a similar – I think that was my prediction for the Walker game. It's kind of a similar script where the Dodgers might jump out early, the Nats claw back, claw back, but just can't overtake uh, Kenley Jansen. I, I'm going to go Kenley Jansen gets a six-out save tonight. Ooh, and six outs. Yeah, goes to eighth and ninth inning. And, um, and the Dodgers advance tonight. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we're jumping on a flight early tomorrow morning, heading back for the West Coast. I'm not for packed at all, but I Neither really Neither am I. I did laundry I... this morning, but I haven't thrown anything <laughs> in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, no, I have my suitcase open on my – yeah. Yeah, same. On my floor. It's open on my floor. It's ready for – But clothes. I hope I get to use it. Yeah, hopefully. Also, early start tonight, so hopefully we're not getting back too yeah. late. The other crazy thing um, is we have to pack not only for L.A. For St. Louis or Atlanta yeah. as well, just Which, in case. Um, a little bit different yeah. environments there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, because if if that happens, then we got to hop on a plane the next day after game five, fly to either St. Louis or Atlanta. Yeah. Playoff baseball. It's fun. It's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be sure to tune in to Masson All Access later today on Facebook and uh, Masson Nationals' YouTube page and Masson Nationals on Twitter. Also, check out Dambo on the Nats Extra postseason one hour before first pitch. I believe it's starting at 5.30 on Masson. You heard earlier the music playing, the party starting on Half Street. Come on down to the ballpark. Even if you're not going to the game, the atmosphere down here should be fantastic. Hopefully the rain holds up. It's supposed to be some showers yeah, tonight. that's the other confusing thing. Yeah. We didn't even touch, we didn't about, touch but on that, but it could be wild. But some showers are in the forecast, so hopefully it holds off. It wouldn't be playoff baseball at Nationals Park without some rain. Yeah. Can you? I mean, worst case scenario, I'll throw this out there, is that they get the game started, Max looks great, and then it starts pouring. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But Just we'll see. Don't need that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Again, Mass on All Access, you'll see Paul later on. You'll hear from David Martinez and Ryan Zimmerman later on today. The Mass on All Access podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Again, also on Mass and Nationals and Mass and All Access Facebook pages, the Mass and Nationals Twitter account. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. Paul is at Paul Mancano on Twitter. We'll be tweeting throughout the game. We'd love to hear your thoughts throughout the game and this afternoon. The Mass and All Access podcast is brought to you by Marymount University. Visit MarymountSaints.com to learn more about our student athletes and programs today. We'll see you later.